Hey, I'm Podcast Nate, and I'm inviting you to join the podcast revolution. I took my first podcast, The Sobriety Diaries, from launch to the top 3% globally in the first 90 days, and I've created a simple framework to help you achieve the same. Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for an additional stream of revenue or a creator expanding your platform, let's revolutionize your world one episode at a time. Welcome back to the Podcast Revolution. I'm your coach, Nate Kelly. That may sound a little different. We are officially rebranding from the podcast forecast to the podcast revolution. Now, some of you may have seen me recently on social media. By the way, go follow at Podcast Nate on all social platforms. <laughs> but I am so excited to be announcing the launch of both my book and my online coursework and coaching program. So the book is called The Podcast Revolution. The production and coaching and coursework is all under the Podcast Revolution umbrella. So I thought that it only makes sense to rebrand the podcast as it is a sister and cousin and similar information as all of the information that I share with you or on social media or with my clients. It's all under the podcast revolution umbrella. We are in fact in the midst of a podcast revolution. It's the new form of trusted content, brands, influencers, home-based podcasters, corporations, studios, Everybody has a podcast. We are in the midst of a revolution. And I thought that it was the perfect title for the podcast and the perfect brand for the information that I share. So by the way, check the show notes for updates, check podcastnate.com or again, social platforms at podcastnate for the latest on the book launch and the course. We are literally weeks, if not days away, just putting the finishing touches on everything. So I'll be so excited to share that once it's launched. Stay tuned. However, today is so exciting. One of my favorite podcasters, one of my favorite humans is joining us on the podcast revolution to talk about her podcasting journey from solo entrepreneur to building her own professional and personal brand and such a good friend of mine, Angela Peel from the Addiction Unlimited podcast is joining us. We're going to check in super quick with StreamYard and we'll be right back with Angela Peel. Today's episode of the Podcast Revolution is brought to you in part by StreamYard. StreamYard has everything you need to create a branded experience with your content. Logos, brand colors, music, overlays, cool transitions, and more. Say goodbye to willy-nilly Wi-Fi connections. StreamYard uses live local recordings, so no matter what kind of connection you or your guest has, you're getting studio-quality audio and video for your podcast recording. Click the link in today's show notes for $10 off any package when you subscribe to StreamYard today. We are here with not only one of my favorite podcasters, but one of my favorite 
people. Angela Pugh, host of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. Hi, Bestie. How are you? Hi, my love. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to get to catch up with you today. We kind of tried to get some of the the scoop and the gossip out of the way prior to <laughs> recording, but always such great conversation with you. I'm glad we had time today to catch up. Yeah, for sure. I like to discuss individuals' own podcasting journeys, maybe some tips and tricks you've learned along the way, uh, and and share it with newer podcasters as they're starting their own journey. So, tell us uh, tell us about your show. What's it called? Where we can find it? And kind of what the motivation behind it was. Yeah, absolutely. So I have Addiction Unlimited podcast. I work in the addiction and recovery field as a coach. Um, I started my career pretty early in my sobriety. It's about 15 years ago, I started as an interventionist and I was just a couple of years sober at that time. And for me, the podcast was just a way to share information. You know, when I first started it, I had no plan. I didn't think about a plan. I thought that like people that were hiring me as an interventionist or working with me as a coach um, or a counselor, maybe back then I still had all those credentials. Uh, I just thought it would be great to have a central location answering all the questions, right? Because you get the same questions all the time. And it'd be fantastic to have kind of this library of audio where I could say, oh my gosh, great question. You know what? Check out episode, whatever. And I just wanted to share. I wanted also, I wanted to share my journey of recovery because mm -hmm. I have, I'm a 12 stepper, but I have never had an anonymous, anonymous moment of my life, Ever. right? <laughs> of my sober life, right? Yeah. Now I respect anonymity. And for people that don't understand the anonymous part of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, a lot of it is that you don't break other people's anonymity. So right. whoever you see in those rooms, you don't go out in the world and go, oh, guess who I saw at AA, right? <laughs> it's anonymous in that way. But for me, I never wanted to be anonymous about my sobriety, especially because it was such a beautiful journey and it was so fun. And I was changing in ways and growing up in ways I never thought I was capable of. And I wanted people to see that side of recovery also. And that this is the most incredible, empowering journey of a lifetime. And you hear so much doom and gloom and everybody like doesn't look forward to getting sober and they think it's going to be awful and they're stressed out and like, this is going to be terrible. And oh my God, I have to go to AA and hang out with those people. <laughs> like everything is like such a drag. And I was like, dude, that wasn't my experience at all. You know, like this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. So I wanted to share that message also. That is, that brings up such a great point. And I think the reason that podcasting is so different from any sort of other online content, you know, there's the business driver and the sort of marketing side of things, but there's also this storytelling side and this deeply vulnerable and personal side of things that when people are willing and open to share their own stories in hopes of helping others, it, it just makes me proud to be sort of in the industry and that it's it does have that very deeply personal side of things too, and especially in the sort of genre that, that you and I are in. 
Yeah, for sure. People really get to have that sense that they know you. And listen, I'm the same way with my favorite podcasters. Of course. You know what I mean? It's like you know so much about them and their habits and their hobbies and their sense of humor. And you just really, it is a very personal medium to connect with people. Speaking of which, do you have what's on your playlist right now? What are some of your favorite podcasts or hosts? Uh, in oh the industry. my gosh. You know, I listen to so much entrepreneurial yes. stuff. You know, that's really my favorite stuff. So I'm a huge James Wedmore fan. Um, he's one of my favorite business guys, and he's just smart and he's funny and quirky and he's kind of nerdy and I'm kind of nerdy. So <laughs> yeah. I really like his vibe. He's also, um, you know, he also has a new age woo woo <laughs> side to him also, which I also have that right. Yeah. I'm very woo woo and spiritual in that way. And he's a Californian and I'm um, California is my second home, you know, so he's one of my favorites for sure. Um, I definitely want to mention, you know, recently I have found Kevin Schmidlin with Grow the Show podcast, and that has quickly become one of my favorites. He has quickly become one of my favorite people. He's great. And recently, you know, I read the book Make Noise by Eric Newsom, and it is an incredible book. And I'm connecting with him as really a mentor for some real guidance because he does podcasting, you know, in a very respectful way. And I think that's what I was sharing with you before we started recording is, you know, when I started my podcast, I just, I didn't have any plan, mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't forecast. I didn't know if three people were going to listen or 300, you know, I didn't ever think about it becoming a thing and I didn't respect it as the platform that it is. And, and it's very deserving of respect and a, and a level of seriousness when you do it. And he really opened my eyes on that. So I'm super excited to dig into that mentorship as well. Hey, want to start a podcast? Spotify has a platform that allows you to create one so easily you won't believe it. And the best part, it's totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters allows you to record, edit, and distribute your episodes right from your phone or computer. You can also add songs from Spotify's library, edit with cool transitions, and then hear your show on all the big networks including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and more. You can also earn money through ads and subscriptions. And once again, for those in the back, it's completely free with no catch. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. I'll link everything in the show notes, but but tell us where to find you. Yeah, well, the you can find me everywhere at Addiction Unlimited. Um, the Facebook group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited. I'm sure you can just go yeah. on the Facebook. <laughs> the face search place. that. <laughs> the face place. <laughs> but yeah, everywhere I am, uh, Addiction Unlimited. Great. So you are you producing weekly episodes? I do weekly episodes and I have from the very beginning. Yeah, I have new episodes out on Wednesdays. I did kind of experiment with that a bit the first probably year. Like I experimented with releasing them on different days. But yeah, I think it's hard to gauge, especially in the beginning, because my show was gaining traction. I think now looking back, 
my numbers were pretty good from the beginning, but I didn't know that because yeah. in podcast world, nobody tells you like and what's good in a or bubble, right? It's, it's uh, so, totally it's in a bubble. It's almost. a very, yeah, it's a very lonely world. <laughs> and I remember one time talking to this guy that, you know, was pitching me to hire him for something. And he was, I don't want to say he was bragging. He wasn't bragging in a super arrogant way, but he was like throwing some numbers out to let me know like that he knows what he's doing. And it caught me off guard because he was a professional, right? And my show had exceeded his show in downloads. So he threw this number out and I go, wait a minute, because I wasn't sure if he was saying like it was good or bad. You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I go, is that good? He goes, it's great. And I go, oh, my show's done that on my own. Right. And I have no idea what I'm doing. And I love that moment, too, because it's such a great indicator that you don't always have to spend thousands of dollars. Like YouTube University is a beautiful thing. You can learn so much, especially Absolutely. when you're starting. That's from where the I beginning. learned everything. That's where I learned everything, yeah. right? Like I've built all my own websites. I've done all my own marketing and social media. And I've built all of my businesses on my own, just learning on my own. So you don't have to always think of it. Now you hit a certain place and you definitely have to get people that know more than you. Right, <laughs> you know? right. If you want to go farther, you have to find people that can take you farther. That's for sure. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. It is a lonely, lonely world. And I think, well, at least for me, a lot more work than I had anticipated when I had decided yeah. to start a pod, right? For sure. And I think that work compounds also in so many different ways, certainly as you hit different levels of success, right? Because once you're getting so many downloads, then you start getting people that want to advertise on your show. Right. And then you also get people that just want free airtime on your show because right. they know you have a huge audience. So it's like weeding through all of that stuff too and PR agencies and seeing how people pitch themselves or their client, you know, PR agencies pitching their clients. Um, I'll be honest with you. It's been one of the grossest parts of this game to me. It, it really <laughs> is. Yeah. Really and to is. that's great advice to kind of be prepared for when that happens. So you're not scrambling or saying yes to maybe something that you look back on and, and was a bad idea or, or turned right. out, you know, perhaps how you didn't anticipate that it would. So I think being prepared for for that level is important. I think you really have to know to where you are and what your big picture is. Yeah. You know, like I knew from day one, there were certain things that I didn't want to be a part of. There are certain types of businesses, industries, whatever, that I don't want to advertise. I don't care how much money they want to give me. It's right. just not my thing. And I was clear on that pretty early on. So it helped me weed out a lot of those quote unquote opportunities yes. know, because I already had that clarity for myself. Like I kind of knew the types of people and businesses that I was willing to partner with and, and it's hard, you know, to your point about how much work it is, like, you have to think about some of this stuff when you have the time, right, which is going to be earlier in your podcast, because it is a lot of work. 
And all of a sudden, when you get it to this place where it's getting traction and you're so proud of your numbers and you're building those communities on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or wherever your thing is, right? You're really building this thing that's incredible. And then you start getting the pitches. Yes. You're already stressed. You're already overworked. At that point, you really understand how much work it is. You're editing, you're researching guests, you're trying to figure out show outlines and what you want to talk about and how's this. And then you're trying to market and grow your audience too. Like it's a lot. And when all the pitches start coming in, you have to have some clarity on what direction you want to go and what you don't. I knew I didn't want ads in my podcast. Hmm. I literally stopped listening to podcasts. Some of my favorite entrepreneurs, I won't even listen to their shows yeah. because the ads are so irritating to me. And I think too, it's like, okay, you're already a multi-gazillionaire. Like, do you really <laughs> need the ad money? Like, it's just kind of That 12 gross. cents, yeah. Yeah, like it's just, yeah, it's weird. And they do make a lot of money. And again, I'm not mad at anybody for making money. I want everybody to make money. But I did not want that <laughs> in my <laughs> podcast. I didn't want ads. So I also had to get pretty creative in creating some opportunities to monetize in other ways because you do have to monetize on a certain level to keep your podcast going right yeah. again especially if you want to grow and scale like right. you it needs to pay for itself i think having clearly established goals um as as you're starting out to established goals and you know why what route are we taking? Is this just for entertainment? Is this to help other people? Is this part of, you know, a marketing tactic or driver of business for a different project? So understanding those goals and, and sort of how you want to get there, uh, I think is is super important and will, you know, help you to, to make those decisions when it comes around. I didn't have any of that until much later. Neither did I. <laughs> Take it from us. Take it from the olds. <laughs> so what does your production schedule look like with a weekly show? And, and maybe talk about as far as editing or what different platforms you use or software you use. So I record now on Riverside FM. Love I Riverside. have enjoyed. Yeah, you know, I've I've it has been pretty easy to be honest and they've just recently added some new features that have made it even better so i am enjoying them i do like their video quality uh you know sometimes it can be a little bit glitchy but everything can right i have recorded on zoom you know like everybody else certainly when the pandemic hit and the whole world went to zoom yeah um so i did that for a while you know in the very beginning of my podcast i recorded all of my episodes in person because I was only guest episodes in the beginning. Wow. And I recorded everything in person. So I still traveled a ton. Of course, before the pandemic, I traveled all the time. Yeah. I was either traveling to do speaking engagements or um, training staff in treatment centers or doing interventions. Like I was just always kind of on the road. So whenever I was going somewhere, I would find people on Instagram, like other sobriety influencers and i would just reach out like hey i'm gonna be in your city do you want to record with me how fun it was so freaking fun i love it was that so fun yeah i'm thinking about doing some of that again now that the pandemic has left us alone yes um but yeah it's just it's been 
a roller coaster, right? It's like anything else. You have to let it kind of unfold. You have to stay open-minded. You have to be willing to try things, different things, because the it, it's always changing, right? It, it's always changing. The platforms are always changing. Social media is always changing. You have to be super open-minded and just roll with it. Try different things. Try to enjoy yourself. I probably have a pretty laid back production schedule. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I'm not killing myself. Right. But you know, too, if you record well on the front end, it definitely makes post-production a thousand changer. times easier. Yes. Yeah. So record on a good platform, have a, a decent microphone. You know, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a right. microphone, but have it. I, I recorded my first like two years with a $20 Behringer microphone. I love that it. That was fantastic. I don't do a ton of research on my guests. I do a little bit, obviously, so I know what they're about and what they're yeah. doing, make sure they're a good fit for the show. Um, I do have a team member that handles all of my podcast outreach. So she weeds through people, you know, and all the applications we get, she does that stuff. And then she just brings me what she knows I'll be interested in. Or sometimes I find people that I just love that may not even be in the addiction recovery world, but it's kind of a sister topic, right? It's something else that we all struggle with. And I'll find somebody and I'll send it on be like, Katie, this is part. Can you please reach out to this person? I so want them on. This is what I want to talk about. You know, so she handles all of that for me. But yeah, it is, it is so important to do it well on the front end so your back end isn't so time consuming. So speaking of goals, Angela, what's one goal that that you have for the podcast, maybe over the next year, or what's the next sort of level that you want to get to? So I definitely, you know, I mean, I want to grow numbers. That's probably not my primary concern um, because numbers can be finicky and and misleading. You know, the numbers that are really important are your retention numbers. Right. So it's not necessarily downloads per episode or per month. It's more about how long people are listening to every episode. So. I want to always make sure that I'm retaining people, you know, that my episodes are good enough that people want to hang in till the end. Um, I know for sure I want to polish my process a little bit more. I want to get, I'm definitely ready to up level my podcast. I'm 270 episodes in somewhere around there and it's been incredible, but I'm ready to go next level, right? So I am reaching out for that mentorship and and consulting with the people that that do those things and do it really well. Yeah. And um and really just making it as good as I can for my listeners. We we do it for for the listener, right? And uh th- they're the ones that sort of keep us going. So I love that you mentioned the retention as far as analytics go because Uh, I'm not sure how far into an episode would classify as like a download or a listen. But yeah, it's like, am I doing something that, you know, halfway through the show or three quarters through the show where I see a sharp drop off? Is that where an ad plays? Not for you, Mm -hmm. but maybe for another show. Uh, But yeah, looking at that retention and how long people are sticking around for is so important. Yeah, I think being succinct is super important too. I'm a talker and I love to overemphasize 
everything. (laughs) And that was really a challenge for me in the beginning when I would be, when I edit episodes, I will cut out just as much of myself as I cut out of my guest, right? Like, yeah, yeah, because I'll just ramble. Uh, And I think (laughs) that I'm thrilling. But (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) Angela Pugh, I love our conversations. So happy to see your face today. Uh, again, I'll link everything in today's show notes. Any uh, advice or kind of motivation for the new podcaster who may be listening today? Final words? Final words, I would say, is don't get discouraged, you know, and always be willing to look at yourself when I'm not getting downloads or my numbers are going down or something like that. I have to really look at those episodes and go, okay, what am I doing? Because when you are at a certain point in downloads, you're not, people are coming back, right? But they're also sharing your Mm. episodes with people. So if all of a sudden you have a dip or your show is not growing the way you think it should, you, you really have to look at your content. And I see so many people putting these comments in, you know, podcaster groups where they, I can't figure out what's going on. And my podcast is so great. And I'm like, listen, because just because it's great to you doesn't mean it's great to who's listening. That's right. This is why my sound quality was so important to me from day one, because I didn't want to do anything to make people want to turn it off. And all that stuff, like we just talked about rambling, overemphasizing, not being succinct, all those things will make a listener turn it off. You might think you sound great, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that the listener does, right? Because we're, we're busy and we're in a hurry and people are listening to a podcast on the go. So they don't necessarily want all of that overemphasis and a lot of ahs and ums and awkward silences. You know, don't get discouraged, but really look at your content and what you're putting out there and make sure it's polished and good. Great advice from one of the best. Angela, thanks so much. We'll talk soon, my friend. Thank you, my friend. I love you have this new venture and I'm so proud to be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you so much, friends, for downloading today's episode. Stay tuned every Tuesday for new episodes highlighting the hottest equipment, production and editing tips, launching your show, pitching to sponsors, so much more. Everything you need that's involved in launching and monetizing a successful podcast. Subscribe to the Podcast Revolution now so you never miss an upload. Again, every Tuesday, hit that follow button on Instagram at PodcastNate to submit your own questions on podcasting and to catch the latest updates on the show. Remember, friends, it's never too late to find your voice and use it. And let's revolutionize your world one episode at a time. Bye for now, friends.